0: It can be easy to spot flaws in your spouse. I'm really, that's a spiritual gift of mine. I can find (laughs) the flaws in Dina, Um, but but that's a bad attitude, of course. And then if I start to pray for her, oh my goodness, things change. What if real change happens because I'm not praying for her, but I'm praying for me? I'm John Fuller, joined by my Focus colleagues, Aaron and Greg Smalley, and uh, Aaron, I was being a little bit humorous there, but I'm sure you've seen couples where they come in and the finger's pointing at the other person when actually we we need a mirror in this situation, right?
1: Yes, and when you say, you know, is there a couple? Well, let's just say it happens all the time. I don't know that there is a couple that comes in not focused on the other person and what they're doing or they're not doing. And what I love so, so much is the principle that is taught in our intensive program, Hope Restored, and that's you are responsible for you. And when we're pointing the finger, We're really giving them our power, and so it's pulling the power back and controlling what you have control of, and that is you. And so it's becoming aware of, how am I showing up? What am I doing that's impacting our connection and our relationship? And I just always smile when a couple goes off to an intensive and they come back, and we start working together again. And when they say, I'll ask them, you know, what did you get from the intensive? And they'll say, I know that I'm responsible for me, Hmm. and I just smile because that is something that's so valuable to all of us. Yeah
0: I shared with Jim Daly the other day that Dina and I were driving along We were, uh, taking the dog for a walk up in this uh, area of the park that is leashless, if you will. And on the way, things just escalated and I found myself I found myself talking pretty loudly to her and I realized, oh, and I said, sweetheart, we have to stop. I am triggered. I'm escalating. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I, I promise you, I will come back to this, mm. but I can't talk about it right now. I'm too emotional. That's good. Mm. And she accepted that. Now, now, I've mentioned we went to Hope Restored. This is a tool we learned at Hope Restored in mm-hmm. giving each other permission as we practice this of, oh, it's me, not her. Mm-hmm. And we did come back and talk about it, but it was a wonderful thing to be able to say, I have to own my part in this. Mm-hmm. I'd rather blame you, but I, it's me at least part of it, is me. So let's figure out what's going on inside of me. Mm -hmm. So I can see you smiling right there. I Mm -hmm. went to an intensive and we're not a client, but
1: it works. It really (laughs) does It really does.
0: Well, let's go ahead and turn the corner. I mentioned in the introduction about praying for your spouse and with your spouse. We had a great conversation with a delightful couple, Ryan and Selena Frederick, and they've previously shared about how they had to learn to Uh, let's call it, adjust their prayer life after having kids.
2: Uh, Here's more from Ryan and Selena. And I think the the question, Selena, I'd ask from the mom side of this, that sounds angelic. In fact, when you were saying that, I heard Mm -hmm. angelic music playing. (laughs) Stop and say, Lord. But how do you, how do you practice that to where it can become a habit for you? So a good habit.
3: Uh, I don't uh, totally right now. I don't get to pre-kids, you know, I'll get my journal, my Bible, three hours in the morning. God's good, right? <laughs> but hours. when kids Sorry, come around, I'm like, well, like okay. you said, kids come, there's energy. Uh, usually the prayers happen as I'm making breakfast, as we're doing dishes. God, thank you that I get to feed these little beans. I pray that I wouldn't just feed their tummies, but I'd feed their souls. Help me, Lord, uh, as we wash dishes, that I wouldn't grumble about the mess, that I would remind myself that you've given us this life and that I get to enjoy this mess and this life uh, sustain me Mm -hmm. because I already feel tired and it's (laughs) 5.05 in the morning. Yeah,
2: no kidding. No, I so so appreciate that. And it is an attitude and getting that attitude of prayer right. And, you know, you're right. It doesn't have to be on your knees Mm -hmm. in front of your couch or something like that. That's great if you can do that. But it's in your activities.
3: Yep. Praying, okay. praying without ceasing definitely is a, it's mm. a heart orientation and it's a humility and a recognition uh, that I, I'm oh, not yeah. my savior. I'm not. Now, my...
2: I think a lot of us are going, oh yeah, I, I pray for my kids often. Let's zero in on praying for our spouses. Uh, not so often. Uh. Right. Right. It's easy to pray for your kids. I think easier. Yeah. Sometimes the spouse prayer can be a little more difficult because you don't know my husband, right. Selena. Right. <laughs>
3: You know, that's (laughs) one of
2: the things that women are going to say or vice versa.
3: Absolutely. And
2: uh, so I guess that right question is how does prayer, the benefit of prayer for one another as a spouse, Mm -hmm. how does that benefit your relationship?
3: Yeah, it's hard to pray for each other, especially because we know each other so well. I think the the problem is the familiarity. I think the problem is... Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, it's uh, there's some deep pride often rooted in our hearts <laughs> yeah. that God just make his heart and his mind see my side, <laughs> please, because clearly he is wrong when really if we're taking on a real, I think, right, yeah. holy attitude of prayer, humility comes in and says, well, maybe he's not the one that's wrong, right? Mm, and maybe I need to be it. examining some of my own.
4: I mean, just to be completely candid that's okay right on the show absolutely uh, we were at, we had a fight just recently i mean within days a discussion uh, okay yeah <laughs> a heated, yeah discussion elevated discussion yeah, there we go and i was you know had a moment alone and i'm thinking i'm praying i'm like you know having those prayer thoughts lord fix my wife <laughs> fix the situation Transform anything but heart. anything but you're fix the only me. husband that's ever said this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and as i'm praying it's like i'm cringing because i'm like i'm being humbled yeah. Right, And I think that's one of the big keys of prayer, especially as, a, as prayer relates to a husband and a wife, is that it's impossible to have a healthy prayer life and also have a prideful orientation toward God and a prideful orientation toward one another. Mm-hmm. So prayer is very, very humbling when you do it honestly. Mm-hmm. The problem is that we oftentimes we just crank up the volume in our prayers and we just pray we get through whatever we need to recite. We forget to let the Lord actually bear his weight on us, let the Holy Spirit prompt us mm-hmm. in the ways that he wants us to change yeah. and be sanctified.
2: And I can attest to that. I think in Jean and I praying together, it's almost like the Lord, if you're, imagine that finger pointing at your wife or your husband. And if mm-hmm. you're now beginning a healthy right. prayer time for your spouse, it's like the Lord takes that hand and just begins to <laughs> mm-hmm. turn it so back gently you. So gently and so patiently, okay. yes. But it yeah. is true. I think I have yeah. more awareness of my mm-hmm. shortcomings after a consistent season of yeah. prayer for Jean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to realize, oh, okay, Lord, yeah. Okay, maybe it's not Jean, it's me. Yeah. Well, Greg, Ryan, and Selena brought up the times that they've
0: prayed, God, please change my spouse. And as we've uh, talked about already, this doesn't really work. There's a better way to pray, right? There really is. I think when
5: when I'm praying to God to change Aaron in this way or convict her about this thing, I, you know, I mean, to Sorry be to laugh, real, but... yeah, I mean, it implies that I know what's best for her. I mean, honestly, the, there's a prideful kind of arrogance there God, let me tell you what your creation needs. You are the maker of Aaron, but let me tell you what I think that she really needs. So mm. why don't you get that chisel out and hammer away? It just it's I get that it's easy. I mean I I, I do see <laughs> you know, blind spots or I th- see things in Aaron that bother me that I wish wouldn't be that way, but again, I don't think that's my job to do that. And I'm not minimizing the pain of, of a spouse's actions or Mm -hmm. behavior. I mean, that stuff is painful. And definitely there are things that I might go, man, that's not a win for me. And I really, I don't want that to happen, but I don't think praying for God to change Aaron is, is ever the right response.
1: But I'm also very aware that God uses you in my life. And so of course, it's, and all in how you approach sharing something that's hurting you with your spouse, and and ultimately that God might use you to grow them, that God might use you to sharpen them. And that's a good thing, but it's typically what we see is that when someone's triggered, their first go-to is to focus on the other person because the original spouse will feel better. And so again, it's just recognizing I'm responsible for me.
5: Well, because otherwise it creates truly a a, a helplessness. Uh-huh. I mean, if, if I need you to change so that I feel better, then yeah, me and God, we got to get busy and we need to make sure that you've changed <laughs> and you're addressing whatever it is that I believe needs to be different. Do you different. want to share what you believe needs to be changed? <laughs> Where do I even begin? <laughs> At the beginning by not saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it would, it would, well, I would say that the yeah. better strategy that that actually is empowering is to to go, God, you know, within my marriage, I know you've got Aaron and you love her and, and you are disciplining her. You're helping her grow. I mean, all that stuff is true, but God, what do you want me to be focused on? What, mm-hmm. what, how can I be a better husband? What, what are some blind spots that maybe I'm unaware of? You know, let me go in and get some help. Let me go see a counselor i mean, th- that that's empowering because I can do something about me. I can't do anything about Aaron, and that's why if i'm all I'm doing is praying God change her i'm helpless I'm powerless Well, and there's and a, an there's awful a place cycle to be. you
0: get into mentally right yeah where totally. it's it's her, her 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 right, and that reinforcement doesn't help right, yeah. Well, this is really good, and I so appreciated uh, Ryan and Selena. They've really invested in these companion books, Prayers for My Wife and Prayers for My Husband, and we've got that bundle. We'll send those books to you when you make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family, and the details are in the show notes. You can go through these books, and it'll activate your prayer life, uh, not just for your spouse, but for yourself as well. And prayer is certainly one of the things that is in our uh, free marriage assessment. It's reflected in the content of that assessment, which has been taken by over a million people. So uh, go online. We've got the link in the show notes. Invest five or ten minutes and be richer because of that little experience. You'll have great conversations with your spouse when you do that together. We'll continue the conversation with the Fredericks next time. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.